episode 49. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. In my eyes, in this pose, in disguise as no one knows, as the face Fans, I'm Asus. The guys in the side of the mic are EC and Matt. Good evening, boys. Good to see you guys again. Good evening. It's not the best evening. I'm still a little bit pissed off, but it is wearing off. But good evening. Salty still? Hey, but we it's beat salty. Liverpool. Anyway, what's up, everyone? You're salty still, really? Yeah, I need to get over it. I, I figure after tonight, oh, there's going to be some therapy. And then, I'm you know, once bitter. I get it all out. We move on to uh, Saturday when we beat Arsenal. All right. Okay. I don't. Oh, should I rip the bandaid off or should I? Should I? You know, warm you up first. I mean, because I'd, I'd rather warm you up. You know, to get you get you know bite. You know, I'm gonna take you out to dinner. You see. All right. I'm with it. Take Damn. you out to dinner. You know, just you know, we have a nice bottle of wine. You know, take you back to the house. You know, light little candles. You know, we just talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit before I rip the bandaid off. Um, Liverpool, how do we do? I think we did well. Yeah, I mean, I thought we played well. I thought this was his chance to kind of redeem himself from the first time that we played them. A um, little bit less defensive this time, a little bit more expansive this time. Um, we kind of went at him. It was kind of back and forth. It was really an open game for me. Um, I thought most of the guys played well. Everybody didn't play well, but I thought most of them played well, and I thought we deserved the win. Um, you don't start Bruno and, you know, I think everyone's been kind of crying for Donnie. Uh, it happened. I thought he played well, but in the end, um, you know, we get the two goals, it's tied up and here comes the maestro to, to hit the free kick and win the game. So, you know, I, I thought we played well. I was, I was kind of proud of him for, you know, going for it and not just playing defensive, you know, obviously with them out of the way, this is another, I guess, argument that we had before about, you know, how do you manage the cup games you how does ollie manage the cup games as opposed to um the regular season matches which you know i think he kind of got a little bit caught up uh in that um in this last game that we lost so i thought we played well obviously you know th that's a top that's a top team that we beat and uh so you know i was happy with the result um yeah so as far as my my thoughts on liverpool I think I, th I thought we did fantastic. You know, it's Liverpool, man. Liverpool, sure they're sure they're going through a, a moment right now that uh, we can all recognize uh, from our seven-year moment that we've been having. But uh, I thought we did fantastic. Um, all three goals were fucking top-notch, man. Top-notch assist. It was just beautiful all around. Um, yeah, man, Liverpool. God, man, that I was buzzing. I, I was riding that fucking high, that wave, for at least three days. I still feel good about it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna propose a question because obviously you see, I already got you in the bedroom, so now I'm gonna give it to you. What do we eat? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> shit! I didn't get a chance. To, did I get a steak, potatoes? Damn. <laughs> 
I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, I mean, <laughs> Valentine's Day coming up, man. It's be a little bit more romantic than that. Well, I'm not. My wife can tell. My 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 wife can attest to that. Shit. <laughs> That's all right. All right, Liverpool. We well, the lineup we played. We played Pogba. We played uh, McTominay. We played Donny, right in the midfield. Yeah, we up uh, up front. Cavani, Rashford, and we had Greenwood up top. Compared to this yesterday, we had Bruno, Pogba, uh, Matic uh, in the midfield, and then we went up up top. We stuck with Greenwood, Rashford, and Martial. I felt, and then I guess everybody's going to be, you know, bagging on me because I've been bagging on Pogba all year. Um, I my tune has changed with Pogba. Um, in the Liverpool match, because I think he's playing more of a complete match, complete, complete game, box to box. He's playing defense. He's doing the thing on offense, um, and it seems more fluid. And then yes, you bring Bruno in at you know at the latter part of the match, uh, and he changes the dynamic of it. Whereas to yesterday in the midfield, I'm just talking about midfield right now, uh, because uh, up three at the up top. Until Cavani came on, it just seems in, in, it was in disarray. There was no leadership. Um, but with Bruno, Pogba, and Matic, it again, it just seemed we just were flat again. And it seems like it, it's a consistent problem when you start Bruno and Pogba together. And I don't, I don't know if I'm again, I don't know if I'm being um, hyperbolic right now. But Bruno has kind of felt off form, in my opinion, in the couple last couple of matches. Other than that last free kick that he had, uh, yes, he's creating chances, but it's, I mean, it's just he's just, um, it's just not he's just not doing it for us. I don't know. It's just I don't know if he's too much in his head or whatnot. I don't think he's tired because fuck, man. I mean, he put in a defensive shift last match, and when he tracked back that dude, what almost eighty yards, you know, almost the whole pitch. He was the only defensive, you know, defensive player that, you know, could have, you know, saved us from a goal scoring opportunity. But playing Bruno and Pogba together, I just don't see it. I, I see Pogba growing in the Liverpool match, not so much this last match, because again, him and him and Matic were just non non existent. Um, but up top too, I think we come up with the liver we came out for the Liverpool match and we're I think buzzing, right? It's a it's a it's a derby. We're buzzing, and then we come up again against Sheffield United, and then at Old Trafford, especially at Old Trafford, and we're just flat. We're just flat, and we just had no motivation. So I blame yesterday's loss mostly on the players rather than and, and rather than Ole, because Ole only changed what uh, Axel, and then he changed Tevez, which Tevez has been has been good for us. I'm not saying great. Yes, Shaw's been uh, yes, Shaw's been uh, better, but we're playing Sheffield United, the bottom of the league. The, I mean, they're in relegation, so this, these are games that you have to play. In my opinion, your lesser players just to give your top players a rest. I mean, just to give them a chance, just to give them a look. So I'm not blaming Ole for changing the lineup so much to where you're still playing your top talent uh, in Bruno Pogba and then Rashford uh, Martial. Greenwood up top, uh, and then 
when you're you're printing putting on you know your your subs. And again, the only the only problem I have with the subs is he's, he waited too long, in my opinion. He waited. Too well, he long. always does. He he waited too long for Cavani, and I think we're all in agreement. He should have brought Teus off at halftime, which he brought Sean at what the 80th minute, and then he brought um, uh, Donny on at the 80th minute for 10 minutes. So I mean, how much? I mean, how much impact are they going to have? But the the loss yesterday, I blame on the. The inconsistency and the lack of um, desire from the players, and that's the problem with United and in this in this group of players. It goes back to leadership as well. You don't have a lead, a player like of the ilk of um, a, a Ferdinand, a, a Vidic, um, yeah, well, fucking a Zlatan. You don't have somebody like that to get in somebody's ass. I don't know if y'all see, you you saw what happened with Zlatan and and, and Lukaku, <laughs> the, the derby that happened. Was it two days ago? Yeah, Tuesday, the yeah. same day. That was you a know, great game. Yeah, I mean, you have somebody that has that kind of fire, um, and it, you just you don't have this on the, that team. So I don't blame Ole for this match, uh, but I blame the players. And now we're, I mean, now you're hearing like, um, you know, this the, cul- the Mia culpa from the players saying that we need to play better, blah blah blah. I mean, it's just so consistent that they say that shit. When you lose to play teams like Sheffield United, when you draw to teams like uh, uh, Burnley, I mean, it's just that shit. Just it's just it's it's tiresome, and it and it's you had a chance to go above Man City, and uh, now I mean, hell, hell, we can probably go behind Man City. What if they win? We can be behind them by five points now. If they win at the weekend, and they play they play Burnley at the weekend. No Sheffield United. So hopefully Sheffield United brings the same venom. Because, I mean, they took it to us. I know the statistics might not say that, EC, but they, they were taking it to us the whole game. I felt like they countered well the whole game. I don't think they took it to us. I think they kind of used our own kinda medicine. Bullied which us, was, actually. So, you know, soak up the pressure, sit in a low block, and counter. I think they did that really well, so fair play to them. I think it's, it's, it's for me, I do give Ole some criticism. Um, I think our best informed striker right now is Edison Cavani. I don't, I, I don't think there's a question to that. Um, and I think what he did was he kind of said, well, we've got a bigger game on Saturday, so I'll rest him. And I think it backfired. And I think that happens when you play a lower block and they score first, then they can kind of sit back as they were going to do anyway, and it's easier for them to win that type of game. So once they score two goals, you're like, well, crap. Now we really are having a problem. And they scored it pretty light. It was 70th minute. I think they scored the yeah. second goal. So – I give him a little bit of stick, you know, again, you go out and you start Edison in hindsight, right? We can all be the best managers in hindsight. You start Edison, you start Lindelof, you you start Shaw, you play your best team and then you give those guys rest because you put the game to bed within the first hour of the game. So, you know, those are, those are the things, the small things that I think Ole's thinking was they're the bottom of the table. We don't need to play our best team. Um, go ahead and throw these guys out there because we should beat them, and we didn't. So, you know, I think he got that bit wrong. I think once the game kicks on, once they scored that first goal, I still thought we had an opportunity to score, which we did. I can't believe we finally got a header from uh, from Harry, but he, he got it done. Um, but, again, you, you just didn't see – I for me anyway, I didn't really see anyone who, you know, stood out. I thought Basaka was going to have a great game, and I, th- I thought he played fairly well. But, I mean, I just didn't think anyone really stood out to me um, throughout the whole game. So, um, you know, 
those are the type of games we have to win. Obviously, we were. I think we're still in a championship uh, race. I think that the, the it's going to be difficult because for me, um, looking at Liverpool today, um, you know, looking at City, the way that they're in form right now, I think they're going to beat the hell out of Sheffield this weekend. Um, it's going to be difficult. So, you know, he's going to have to decide to himself, am I going to play my best in form striker? I don't, I personally don't think we're going to go out and get a striker um, before the deadline's up. So I think this is the team that he's going to have to roll with to try to win this championship. Um, I think he's got the tools to do it, especially in this type of season where everyone's dropping points. Um, but again, it does come down to, you know, when you look at things, and I talked about this before, with Edison being 33 years old, I understand not playing him every game for 90 minutes. And I think that's something that Ole has to kind of get into, you know, do I start him and then take him off after an hour? Because for me, giving him 20 minutes or whatever, he got 25 minutes, it's not enough time for him to really, I think he only got 11 touches. That's not enough touches for someone like him to really get into the game. I know he doesn't need much at times, but when the service isn't coming in because they're singing a low block, it's difficult for someone like him to get, to get involved into the game. So I do give him a little bit of shtick. Um, but but I will place more of the blame uh, on the players, specifically the, in the defense, because that second goal should have never happened. I mean, I don't know what you guys thought. I just thought that second goal, yeah. Bush lead. Um, yeah, I feel I feel uh, Ole should have went in there with uh, which is an A plus A plus team uh, last week against Sheffield United. Uh, I mean, you have you have Arsenal coming up. I, I hear you. I, I hear mean, you, man. But and, and it, it doesn't. I understand the logic. I understand <laughs> the logic. It is statistically the worst team ever in the English Premier League's history. Ever. So, okay, let's go ahead and just, you know, take off a couple of key players, rest them, not injure them. I get it. I get it. But fuck, Sheffield man. only had like four people on their bench from what I recall. They didn't have well, I, think, I think what we're doing though as fans, and I'm guilty of this too, because I wasn't I wasn't upset with the lineup. I'm guilty of thinking because of the because of the fact that we're in first place, that means that we have this great team. And I'm not saying we suck. But what I am saying is if you look at our recent run of form, which we've been winning games, we haven't been beating teams by four and five goals. We've been scraping by and beating these teams. And for the most part, we've been coming from behind to do that. So I just think that it's not that we're not a good team. It's just that great teams, and I know we've talked about this before, great teams have the ability to say, you know what, I can run out a couple of guys that haven't had a chance to play in a while. I can run out maybe a U23 kid who's up and coming though. Those, those are the type of clubs where you can do that. I don't think this is that type of team. I think this is the type of team where if he has an opportunity, meaning the guys are fit and healthy, go ahead and play them. That doesn't mean that you play them 90 minutes every game. That means that you have to be able to say, okay, look at Cavani. You're our best informed striker this season. It's not a question. I'm not going to run you into the ground. Like I did some players last season, I'm going to play you for about an hour. If if things are going great, I'm going to sub you out. Then I'm going to bring somebody else on to finish the game off. Because for me, Edison's the type of guy, and I know you talked about this the other day, Jesus, he moves that line and makes those big center backs move more than Martial does. So that's the type of striker that you want playing in that type of game because they're going to sit back and just counter. That's their only move. They don't have 
They're not going to run a, a, a set of play. They're going to hoof it forward, make sure somebody's into space, and just run down the wing and try and try their best to get to, to muck it up and, and make a goal happen, kind of like they did yesterday for their second goal because their first one came off a set piece. So he he has to, and, and you can see he tried it late. He waited late and tried to put him on it. It just didn't work because they're sitting back as their plan was to do from the from the jump yeah. and play defense. So I just think that if you started him, and again, this is all hindsight. I didn't have a problem with the lineup. I got to put my hands up and I'm going to be honest and say, look, I was cool with it because I'm like, this is Sheffield, like you're saying, but I think we've fallen into this trap of because we're 41 points, top of the table, great run of form. We've got this, you know, great team and great manager. I don't think we're there yet. I think where we are is we're in 2021. The league's a little bit muddy. And I think there's about four teams that could probably make this league, in my opinion. And I think we're one of them. Well, I mean, we, I'm looking. We better because we have what uh, we have Leicester behind us. <laughs> Fuck, we have West Ham behind us, man. That's crazy. Who would who would ever thunk it? You know, even Everton. I mean, still Arsenal, Chelsea. You know, they're still they're still up there. But you know, getting back to yesterday's match and compare in, in, in comparison to <clears throat> the form of what we had in, in, at um, at on Liverpool. Um, Again, we're surprised. I was very surprised he played Rashford after what we saw with Rashford coming off against Liverpool. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how y'all thought. Again, he goes back to starting Martial and you know starting him up top. But he, him playing Rashford and looking back at what happened, pretty much, was, I want to say a year ago to the date, almost not to the date, but to the month of how he how he. Put Rashford and, and ran him down, 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 and and you know, and you know, and, and then you know, and ended up being you know, he got that injury, and then bam, he's out. Um, I don't think he should have played Rashford at the weekend. Um, I'm not sorry. Yes, uh, two days ago, he should have sat on the bench. Rashford should have been on the bench, and not because he's out of form, just because you want to save the guy for injury. I don't know what's happened with Martial, and you know, guys. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, there's gonna be somebody coming on a little later. Uh, that's gonna probably flip his shit when I say this. Uh, but my tune is everybody knows my tune has changed on Martial because he's playing. I think in the right position off the left. I don't know what's going on with the guy. Everybody, he's getting he's getting busted up, busted up by pundits and people, and his form's not good and this this and that. I don't see that for some reason. I just don't see that. I see him trying. Yeah, he's not finishing. And that's that's what you want from a forward. That's what you want from a striker. Finishing. And I've always said that, yes, EC, I know you could, you know, you're going to kick me, you know, throw du- you know, dirt on my grave right now. Uh, and you're going to say it that because I've always said about, you know, Chicharito and all them. But I see what you're talking about is movement. And I don't see where he's, you know, he's he's getting, he's not playing bad. It's just he's just in a bad run of form. Am I, am I correct? Or is this... Are y'all seeing something different between Martial? I don't see anything. I do see something completely different from someone that scored 23 goals last season to right now. I think he's on five in all competitions. Yeah. And he's not, he's not going to come anywhere close to 23 unless he just completely flips it and wins the ball on door. This year, I don't see Better win 100 bucks too, right? I'm yes. <laughs> so he should. I don't know what's going on with the Bama Yang because something's going on with his mom and he hadn't played again. But he, he should. He, he should. You should. I, but I do think that um, he's definitely in his head. Um, I didn't 
you know, I didn't look at it. I had to go back and look at the times that we've had um, other strikers come into the club and his form's kind of gone down. I don't know if that's what it is or not, but I do know, you know, once you get one in, usually that's what kicks you on. And a lot of people argued yesterday that the foul that was called on McGuire where Martial scored the goal shouldn't have been a foul. I thought it was a foul. I'm a United fan and I thought it was a foul. It was. Um, and so I, my take on it is he, the goal shouldn't have counted. Uh, there's been several people online saying, you know, they got it wrong both times. I thought De Gea was weak. A lot of people are saying he, he, he got fouled. I, I, did, I literally thought he just didn't, wasn't aggressive enough. Um, that's just me. I, he's never been one to command the box. So as far as Martial goes, I think ultimately you do need to play him. You don't need to have him leave the line right now. Um, I think what you do is you let Edison run it. Um, I think it was very telling. It was about three weeks ago when Ole said, you know, the question was asked to him, what is the toughest thing, toughest job that you have at Manchester United? And, and he said his words were telling players who have a great practice that they're not going to play. And it, for me, raised a huge red flag because it's different when you're killing everybody in practice as opposed to your form in the game. And if you can't sit a grown man down and tell him, hey, look, I love you. I want you to play for me. But this week, because this guy's in better in-game form, I'm going to have to sit you down. Um, it's not good for him. It's not good for the team. If you remember, just in this game, Rashford started up top. Yeah. But what happened? They moved Rashford out to the right, mm -hmm. and here comes Martial up top. So it's it's almost like I understand we're going to interchange and they're going to move and, they're, and, and, and those things are going to happen. But it almost felt like they were trying to cater to him, to try to get him into form, to try to force him into, you know, scoring goals so that he can be happy, so that he can start doing things and, and, and kick on. And I want him to. I, we all want him to. Nobody here wants him to suck. However, Edison's your best informed striker. I think Rashford played lights out against Liverpool, so I didn't have a problem with him. But I just think, Tony, I, I'm not going as far as people have said, you know, send him off to vacation and you know, set him down. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying have him play on the left, have Cavani play up front, have uh, Rashford play on the right-hand side and get after it. Because I think this, this Arsenal game, and I think you guys would agree, it's a huge game. They're in form now. They were crap a couple weeks ago. They're in form. They're scoring goals and they're going to get at us. They're going to get at us. So I think ultimately one of the things we have to do is, uh, is, is let him play off the left. Go ahead, Matt. No, I've got nothing to say on that, man. I mean, are you going to talk this this podcast, or are you just going to? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to just be in echo chamber. You know what I'm saying? I know food coma from your foobies or no, it's Fusaklis. Fusaklis. No, I mean every All I'm going to do is just be an echo chamber. It's I'm going to be an echo chamber. Okay, there's given given this given this should should Greenwood actually okay because. You see, you talked about it at the beginning of the season, and I was I agreed with you. This is why I always said we need to go out and get another striker, especially in the transfer window, especially the last year's trans, uh, the, the first the summer transfer window ended. We needed one, and you were saying no, we don't, and I was like, yes, we do, and we went back and forth on this. Um, where because you said Cavani, and I when they brought him in, everybody you know blew their mind. Why are you bringing this, you know, over the hill striker? And I was like, well, he's better than what we have as the number nine. And I know me and you went back and forth. I think I got ganged up. I got, 
you know, I got bukkakeed on it, but, but uh, you know, everybody on this pod right now, uh, on that statement. But I'm right again. I'm right I'm, as always. Oh um, my god! Um, so what are you getting at? We're talking about I'm Greenwood. Say, and I'm then saying. You just I'm saying. I'm saying. Why don't we get off course to say with Cavani? Right? With Cavani, you know, and, and we're sitting him down and sitting Cavani down and giving him rest because you don't want to get him injured because you know he's injury prone. Why don't we start Greenwood at the nine position at 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 that position? At his pretty much his natural position, and have Martial, which I said is his natural position off the left, and Rashford off the right. Why don't we, I mean? How I mean again? I'm not. We're not. We don't sit in the in the training room. We don't sit in the practice pitch. I, obviously, I don't have my coaching badges, but that seems like the logical backup. And try instead of trying to force somebody in, in somebody into a position that is not what he, it's not what he's capable of. Even though last again, like I said, last year was a fluke for him. It was because a lot of his goals came off the left and came on the right foot. I mean, I'll say half of his goals, and that's where he plays best on is the left hand side. Why doesn't Ole give Greenwood the chance to lead the line? And if he's your best striker, if he's your best finisher, let him. You know, I mean, just let him do what he needs to do. I don't think he's ready. I Line yet. No, too- I don't think so either. He's not he's not that creative. He's not that creative in the box. You said it earlier at the beginning of this pod. You were talking about, or it was one of you two, talking about how Cavani is just he moves all over the place. Yes, he, he spreads out those center backs uh versus the Martial aspect where you kind of just like hug the line and, and take off. You know, there you're not moving around, you're not spreading, you're not keeping those center backs on their heels. Like Cavani and I, Greenwood moves, I don't, moves from left to right. I mean, you have to understand. The dude has, he, he does. The, the he dude, does. The dude's versatile on both feet, so he can go from left to right, and that's all he needs. I mean, he just needs a chance. He just needs a crease on either side. Or I'm has, not opposed to it. No, I'm, I'm not opposed why, to it, I mean, but I'm just saying the caliber difference between him and Cavani. Oh, Cavani is just a downright just saying, fucking. When you need to give Cavani a rest, like like you, I mean, against Sheffield United, you know. Again, Allure, the last fuck. I mean, he's they're almost championship. You don't need to start your best team. In my, I mean, again, EC, I know you always bust me up on this. Is we're not the United of old, blah blah blah. But we are in second. We're technically we're in first place when we talked about this. No, we're technically yes. in second. When we talked about this, Matt. You just sit down, sir. You're not giving. You're not. You're not giving anything. This conversation anymore. You know, put nope. you on mute for now. You ask. I'm not being an echo chamber, so I'm boarding you up. <laughs> what do you want from me, Dad? But you see, when you and I talked, we yeah. said that uh, you know, United. We're not the United of old. We can't have that same mentality. But right. it just seems logical if if you if you're playing like a Chelsea, right? With that, that shit that's in the shit right now. I mean, yeah. you play your B team, right? Wouldn't you? No, and, and, and the, the only reason why I'm saying that is because of, of where we are. Like, I, don't, I don't personally think that this team has reached that level of go ahead and bring on the subs to play anyone. I mean anyone. And I think the league knows that too. I think they understand what the game plan is. And look, I love Greenwood. I've got the Greenwood jersey and everything. I, I think the kid's absolutely amazing. But I definitely think that – this isn't the time or the place for him yet. I think in a little bit here when maybe he gets a little bit stronger, I think, um, you know, he, he gets 
back on form as well, because you remember he did lead the line. I don't know. What was it? Two or three weeks ago. You've got to be able to not just score goals, which we know he can do. You got to be able to hold up the ball. And when you're, when you are that small in stature, it's difficult to win aerial duels. It's difficult to hold up the ball. You're going to get pushed down on the ground. And so I think he's going to have to go through that transformation, body transformation of, okay, I'm ready to hit these weights. I'm ready to get strong so that I can in a couple of years lead the line. Remember, he's only 19, 20 years old. So I understand where you're coming from. If it were, say, a a um, a early rounds in the in the Europa League, maybe early rounds in FA Cup. But in these league games, this Manchester United team, all he needs to – and I'm sure he had to come to Jesus meeting and said, look, I love Tony. I love Greenwood. I love Rashford. They're all, they've all had great seasons and accolades and people love them. But Edison Cavani is our best in-form striker this season. And we have to start him every single game. And he doesn't have I any think... goals either. It, that's the thing. That's the sad part as, as, as a number nine, he barely has what five goals to his name. It's like, yeah, but he doesn't play every game. I, 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 Edison. Yeah. Edison. Yeah. But I think he ultimately, just... like I said, it, even in this last game, when he appeared, he only had 11 touches. And so for him to come in and, again, have to try to save the game because he, he should have only played, I think that's kind of where we got hurt. Because even with Shaw, yeah. Shaw was another player who, you know, for me, should have played. I thought Tellis did really well, got the assist. I know mean, it was off of a cross, but he got the assist. Um, I think he's going to have to play that best team. And then the way you save them is you give them an hour and then you give them 30 minutes rest. You don't save them by – trying to have them come on and win the game late because now they're now they're really 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 aggressively trying to get in and and make things happen that's where those strains and and things come from so i understand where you're coming from i love mason i just think it's a little bit too early they tried it like i don't know what game was that where they tried it where he was up front i can't remember what game it was yeah but i just think he will be if you're looking at ceilings he could be an Edison Cavani before it's all said and done. I, I think. I think he's got that in him. Um, he's not in form right now, and he's got a lot going on with COVID and getting kicked off the team, and his best one of his best friends committed suicide. He's got a lot of stuff for a 19-year-old kid to not only have all the stuff off the field happen, but then also turn around and play for Manchester United as a right winger, and he's not a right winger. Mm-hmm. A fair play to the kid, but I just when you're talking about leading the line, I think he's got to bulk up just a little bit. He didn't have to be Hulk, but he definitely needs to get a little bit stronger. And I think that's something that he will do at United before it's all said and done. Well, speaking of Chelsea and uh, a striker that can't finish, uh, I guess in comparison to Timo Werner, right? Um, we bring on our um, <laughs> we bring on our Ed McMahon of the show, uh, Mister Hunter Taylor. How you doing, sir? What's going on, fellas? How are we doing? Long time no talk, boss. What have you been? What have you been? Up, what have you been up to? Ah, trying to work and just survive at this point in life, uh, as in work and being a Chelsea fan. To be honest with you. Okay, uh, I'm gonna. Okay, you're talking to Doctor Duffy right now, Doctor Jesus or whatever you want to call me. I'm gonna just sit down on your couch, uh, lay back, and uh, mm-hmm. tell me how you feel. I mean, tell me, tell me. I mean, how are things going? Is this with- like the casting couch? What? Nice. Uh, I said I couldn't couch? finish earlier, so I'm not really sure what's going on. 
it's been uh, it's been interesting. Um, jumped on about 15, 20 minutes ago, and and was listening to y'all just complain about being second in the table and absolutely overachieving compared to the talent that you have to some of the other teams. And I I would just absolutely love uh, to have all those problems that you guys are having uh, with the goals being scored and winning games. Uh, Man, sacked uh, sacked a club legend a couple days ago. Um, Pulled a guy in that I think is capable and is familiar with uh, a good crop of the players but you're going to see a 100% experimental lineup over the next five games trying to figure out what he wants to do. So, yeah, we spent, I don't know, $200-something million on offense, and that's the one thing that we can't do is score goals. Uh, I'll take Mason Greenwood right now if, if he wants to play 90 minutes and score every <laughs> once in a while. I'm fine with that. All right, I'm going to give you a chance, Hunter, right now. Uh, nice perspective. Uh, nice I'm going to give you a chance. <laughs> I, want, I want you to bust me up. And this is the only chance you're going to get, you get to because – um, you're gonna. We're going back to the season review. I mean, we're talking about Chelsea here right now. I, we're, gonna give you, we're gonna give you your platform. Uh, but bust me up. Who is my pick to win the league? Chelsea. Did I curse them? Did I? Did I? Was that a curse or? I... There's a little malaspartia going on uh, with that. I, I totally disagreed with you on the uh, Chelsea win the league pick. Um, I'm really interested if if somebody wrote these things down to see where everybody ended up. Um, I think I'm. I think I got three out of the four, top four, right? Um, Chelsea being my uh, my loss. But, no, I mean, I, I was listening to you guys talk about everything and, and, and sitting guys and, and inform guys, and I, I just I admire the way that y'all were finding fault and being second place in the table when you have absolutely no business being there. All right, now, now you're, now, 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 yeah, yeah, now you're just just being mean. Let's put it that way. No, no, and and that's, now they're going to fight now. We're going to fight now. All right. What do you mean we have no business being there? I mean, we're, we actually, we, I mean, we finish our job, right? I mean, we we do what we need to do. We, yes, we falter. Yes. I mean, but. One, one, that's a new development. Two. You can't tell me there's not a huge talent gap compared to the perennial top three. The perennial top three has Leicester. What? Leicester? Okay. Man City, Man uh, Man United, Leicester, and West Ham United. What do you mean perennial talent gap? And then we have Everton in the top six. We have what else? Liverpool's up there, obviously. Uh, What do you mean? It's Man City, United, Leicester, Liverpool, West Ham, Tottenham. What do you mean? Okay. Where only we perennial talent gap? I'm not. I'm not in the Premier League. Okay, yes, I understand. Compared to the rest of the leagues, EC. That's what I'm saying. The Premier League's best. Uh, I know you always, you know, you always hate on me when I say that. But I mean, what well, do you mean? I, I don't. What do you I, mean? I just. I personally think that the Premier League for the last three years has been ran by two teams. I don't think that that shows any kind of parity, or shows that your league's good. It just the parity shows that you've is. Got we have more than we have more people contending. For the top, top. Anyways, let me get back to Hunter. Easy, got I, I, I got you. Get back to you. What do you mean? What What is this talent gap thing that that you're talking about? That we have a better talent. You You spent how many? Again, you said it again. How much did y'all spend? Hey, we spent a whole bunch of money for sure. Oh, a whole Over bunch of money. Give, give me, okay, give me a figure. Give me the exact figure. 
272, if I had to guess. In one transfer window, right? Correct. In one transfer window? Yeah. Okay. You already sacked your coach, which is a, a club legend, obviously. Mm-hmm. He was not given the time. And this is where Abramo just – that's where he faults, in my opinion. He's not given the time. Where I mean, why did Chelsea – I mean, did they give up on did, – did, I mean, in your opinion, did they give up on Lampard? I think if you look at Chelsea and the way they've been this year, I think there's one cog that is disrupting everything. Now, was it the coach? Maybe so. Has he played a lot of these signings completely out of position? Yes. Um, Has he shown preference to the young English boys? Absolutely. Uh, Mason Mount didn't miss a minute. Um, I, I rate him, but if you look at the talent that they brought in, um, and even the talent that they had already with, with Tammy and, and everybody else, it's an offense that wasn't the problem last year. It was the defense that was the problem. So they bring in all these offensive reinforcements, and you still can't score goals. So is it a confidence issue? Is it a playing at a scheme issue? Is it injuries? It's a whole bunch of stuff. But just looking at Werner, there's absolutely no reason why he's not putting him in the back of the net. He's done it in the Bundesliga. He's proven that he can, and he's missing sitters left and right. Uh, you you don't go that. from yeah, – I mean, you, you don't go from one of the hottest forwards in the transfer market to shit in, in six months, regardless of no. – it, it's, it's like Fernando Torres all over again. What What is the problem? Um, so the, the talent is there. You can't tell me that Manchester United has more on-field talent than Chelsea does right now. I'm not talking form. I'm not talking any (laughs) – yeah. No, you you can't say that. I'm not talking form. I'm talking actual talent. There's, there's what, maybe one player from Manchester United that would be a starter on any of the top four teams that would replace somebody on the top four teams? That's what I mean when I say world-class talent, someone that – will automatically be on the first names on the sheet at Man City or Liverpool. Bruno who, who else? Bruno Pogba? Pogba isn't even the first name on the the sheet at Man U. I think Pogba's been the best center midfielder in the league the past month. The month, opinion. yes. That's that's Pogba's problem. It's He's not consistent at doing it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, if you're saying he's not walking into any teams, I think he's been the best midfielder. Yeah, no, Dude, no, Rashford, right. Rashford, be, he's a worldly player in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, play, he's I playing think, better than he's playing better than Sterling. I think Luke Shaw's been playing amazing. I understand mm-hmm. your point, Hunter. I think I don't I don't think you're talking nonsense. I think you guys have tons of talent. And and it sucks that, that, that Abramovich is that way. However, I think that is Chelsea's culture, and it's and it's been it's been proven that they've been able to win doing that by sacking coaches and putting new coaches in, and and maybe Tuchel, who's had you know promise with young talent, uh, i.e. Mbappe, maybe he will turn it around there. You never know. I know the first game was the first game; it was a draw, but I think you guys play Burnley maybe next. I think I'm not sure, and you know if he if he can win, you know just get him a dub. I think I think that's going to raise the levels of those kids who. You know, for the most part, I don't think any of them had an issue with Lampard from everything that I'm hearing and everything that I'm reading. So, that, no, that's the thing that I was like wondering is like, obviously in our in our in our past management with the especially with Josie, right? He had the board against him, and then obviously there was a little player mutiny with the, by the, by the name of Paul Pogba. Um, 
I mean, I didn't hear that from from you know around you know about Chelsea, unless there's something un- unusual. Why? I mean, why did a club legend? What? Why wasn't he given time? And that's the thing. And that, this is where we go back to in comparison to Manchester United. I think we've um, we've gone through the ups and downs. Obviously, right now a down, losing to Sheffield United, and keeping that consistent culture with your club. Why? I mean, it's just. Why doesn't Bramovich see that and say, "Okay, I need, I need this guy needs time. If he's gonna, if he's gonna make the meal, he needs time to cook." You know what I mean? Or no. I think, I think you look if you look at Man U and you look at Chelsea over say the last year, going back to the restart from last year, and and how on form that Manchester United was. Let's be honest. Who did Manchester United bring in as far as reinforcements? This year, nobody. Other than Terry. exactly. So, so you're seeing a coach getting results with what he has, which is what Lampard did last year. He, no, no. he didn't have much. He had the transfer ban. He made it work. And then he convinced Roman, who hadn't invested much into the team, convinced him because he was a club legend, and he went out and signed a chunk of players that, honestly, I don't want to say he had no need for, but you're not going to see – much more improvement than where it was. So as to where Ole is getting the max out of who he has. But that's that, that's the problem that we, I mean, I think you see and Matt and I can agree on is Ole had success and the board said, you know what, you fuck y'all because we do need a center back. We do need a right wing. We do need a center forward. I mean, there's so many, uh, we do need a defensive midfielder alone, like a Declan Rice. We do need those players to open it up even further to give more options, and that's I mean that's where that's where 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 I guess success in quote unquote I guess you could say because we made the Champions League uh, has been a, a detriment to Manchester United because we have we don't have a board that's going to invest much money. I mean at least Chelsea I mean in somewhat you know aspect yeah they were banned for what. Two transfer windows, two total. I want to say, yeah. They were say they had to save up money, um, and they invested in it, and uh, but a lot of that investment was off the Eden Hazard, right? Eden Hazard. How many did you, he sold to Man, uh, Real Madrid for? How much? It was oh, it was a chunk. I mean, everything that they invested was either picked up from Murata leaving and, and Hazard leaving and what have you. But there's also been some bad buys, but. I think Manchester United did the smart way. They have you know, a club legend, someone who's adored by the fans, even when he wasn't in the best friend of form. And he did a great job with the talent that he had. Now, instead of Man U saying, okay, you did great for this short period of time, which was after the restart, we'll give you $250 million to buy the players you want. And then he gets them, and maybe he is not the coach maybe he is not this tactical mastermind that's going to get the most out of his players now you just bought a whole crop of players and the next coach you bring in may not rate them or they may not play in his formation or they may not play his style of ball and now you're you're kind of stuck with with where chelsea is right now you know frank was a club legend and he did well um last season considering what he had i mean he's using academy guys um to to turn out some decent results and then I think they, they crowned him too early and gave him a whole war chest of money to go and buy folks. And he bought – honestly, he, he overlapped on a lot of the purchases as far as where these guys play. And he's trying to put 
he has that pressure where he's trying to put all these guys he spent money on into the starting 11. I mean, he'd, he'd start 11 forwards if that's what he bought just because he spent the money to get them. Um, and he couldn't piece it together. He, he, he bit off more than he could chew. And I think a lot of the players, I think they rate him highly, but I think they're looking at an 80% club legend and 20% as a coach. I don't think they viewed him as a coach. They still viewed him as Frank Lampard, the, you know, one of the best midfielders for Chelsea. So I think that's where they, they, they kind of got, I don't know, just ad, admiring him too much as a player and thinking that he's not going to be held accountable. I have no problem with them letting him go. I think he was over in his head. I think he was he was two years too early um, to get hired on as the coach. And then he spent a whole bunch of money <laughs> and did nothing with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna loop back around to you here, here shortly because I want to I want to discuss Tuchel or Tuchel or whatever his name is. Uh, but EC Matt, you heard you you've, you've heard what uh, Hunter had, had has had to say. Compare because Ola's in the same boat. Club legend, no skins in the wall. Um, what's the difference between the two? Uh, give me y'all's honest opinion. I just is there any difference between what? Is because our board is too cheap to go and get somebody a new a, a, a rate a good rate a rate manager, or are we actually giving our time our 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 manager time and try to you know try to make the dinner make that seven course meal you know we have the salad we have the, the appetizer you know are we getting ready for the entree and the dessert here you know soon or I mean or is this we're just too cheap to go out and get somebody. No, man, I, I don't know. Comparing comparing the two boards between Chelsea um, and United, uh, I mean, you could almost compare Chelsea to, you know, uh, the, the board as almost like an abusive father, you know? It's like, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to get my ass whooped from this shit. That's right. I said it, Hunter. And then United oh, is like man. the father is just not even there. It doesn't even exist. So mom's going to help run the show. We're a little bit softer. Uh, with just sacking and we're not just going to dive in and just start sacking fucking holy weird analogy work with me here so um, you know Roman is notorious for just sacking I mean you win trophies you come below fucking second place for more than than uh, you know three games in a row you're you're looking at the chopping block and it's fucking hideous man I can't I can't believe I, I feel I feel that Chelsea's board, you know, or just just Roman uh, Abramovich. He's that that's his last name, right? Abramovich. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just he's he's a piece of shit. He's he has helped out Chelsea. He has helped them out uh, by throwing splashing cash and all, and you know, being able to afford talent to keep the Chelsea or Chelsea millionaires, you know, afloat. However. Um, He's also part of their demise as well because he just he doesn't give a coach time. He doesn't give a coach time to build up that chemistry, and that's one thing that that Ole is having right now. He has time, and uh, right now we could be on this downward trend, like you see talks about. You know, everybody rides the Ole roller coaster. We're at a peak. We're we're fucking like hell yeah, we're winning, and then we shit the bed, and we just shit the bed. So, uh, you know, it's just like, it's this up and down with Ole uh, versus uh, any manager that goes through Chelsea. God bless their soul, man. It's it's just, I feel so bad for him. Every single manager that comes through in Chelsea, I'm like, 
Oh, good luck, buddy. So anyway, that's that's my two cents. Yeah, I, I just think Chelsea runs like a, a big boy club for me. That's how Real Madrid runs it. If you don't get results, that, that's how PSG runs it. Like Manchester United, for me, you know, I know recently they've they've let go of Van Hall and, and Jose, but I think it was more for the things they said, um, not so much the things they did because they both won trophies, you know, while they were there. So I just think for me, I was not shocked at all. I knew it was going to happen. I was just waiting for it to go down because – these, this is the same Chelsea team that was at the top of the league at one point in time in this in this season, right? And then they they go on a, on a bad stretch, which is going to happen, and and he was sacked. So I'm not surprised. Ole, the thing about Ole, because it's the same thing. I think was Lampard at uh, Derby, and Ole was at Cardiff, I think. So the same type of CV, nothing too crazy. They didn't win any major trophies. Ultimately, you get a job because of who you are, um, you know. And they throw him into these big jobs and. Ole is just, I think, fortunate enough. To, that's that's his last name. If it was anything else, and he wasn't a club hero, I don't think he'd still be in a job. But the the case, the the, the fact of the matter is, he did score that goal in '99. We did win the treble, and he's still in a job. So, I just think Chelsea is who they are. That's that's how they've become, you know, one of the biggest clubs in the world um, by having. I think Jose, I think, was their best manager, and he didn't even make it. So. You know, for me, I wasn't shocked at all. I just think the two clubs are ran. One's ran like, uh, you know, like big boys, how they do it. If you're not in form, you're not not performing, you're out. If you're performing, you're in. You know, United's right now, anyways, they're they're pretty much pulling on the coattails of the fans by having a club hero uh, run the club right now. And I don't think we'll win it this year. I could be way off because I think the league is down. uh, And so you never know. But feel sorry for Frank. He's still a multimillionaire, and he will get another job somewhere else. I don't feel too bad, but uh, it does suck that they let him go. I disagree with you on the the big boy thing. Um, they try. I mean, obviously, I'm a, again, Donner. Don't take offense. Uh, really, yes, Abramovich thinks he's a big boy, but Chelsea's never really competed in Champions League. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. I'm sorry. They won with Demetrio and uh, Fernando Torres. I forgot. Wait a minute. Well, I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah. Didier Drogba had one of the greatest yeah. games of all time in the Champions yeah. League. Final, my bad, man. My bad. But it's it's that mentality. And the only, I mean, the only reason, and y'all could probably hate me for what you know what it is. The only reason Barcelona and Real Madrid have won so many Champions League in the recent history is because they spend money and they've had the two greatest players ever to play on this in the war in in this in this game. Ronaldo and Messi. You have to understand that. Um, and sacking a manager, it, I, it goes back to what I say about college football, right? About the recruiting process. You can't sack a, a coach unless he just does done something stupid. You have to give him time to get his players in, to get his, you know, the players that he wants and the players that he doesn't want out. Um, you have to give him time. And I don't think 18 months is not enough time for a manager, uh, for an owner to say, yeah, you need to be out there. Because you know what? They would have got uh, – if, if if Liverpool did that, they would have got rid, rid of Klopp within the first two years because he didn't – you know, he wasn't as as successful. You know, it took him 100, 100 with – I think Ole and Klopp, again, put them put uh, against each other at 100 games, 100 games. Ole has a better record. So, I mean, it it's you can't do that. And this is where I've kind of like – 
I'm sympathetic to Frank Lampard in in this situation because he shouldn't have been. He should have given more time. At least a trans because technically he only had what one transfer window, right? Right, Hunter. He only had one transfer window. He and made most of it though. He, yeah, he made the most of it. He, he, they have they didn't buy anybody in this transfer window, and you know everybody could blame co- on, uh, everything on COVID. But one transfer window to bring the players that he wanted in, and he didn't get a finish. You know, he you know he got you know he's already he's just still doing the prep. He wasn't doing anything. He else. brought in like eight new starters. But yes, but I'm saying, but he wasn't giving. How many time. more players can you buy, bro? But half a year, half a season, to get a gelling. It's it's if we're gonna stick with Jesus' food analogies, then I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one then. Man United is the broke college kid that is just trying to find something to eat at the house on a Friday night before they go to the bar. They're going to get whatever things they got in the pantry, and they got to make it work. They're ramen noodle? Are you saying ramen noodle ketchup? No, I'm not even saying ramen noodles, bro. I'm talking like peanut butter on a tortilla type situation right now. And they're making it work. They're surviving. Hold on, time out. Now you're fucking my whole childhood. You're messing my whole childhood up here now. Are you saying broke ass broke ass food is tortilla and peanut butter? Because I ate that shit when I was a kid. <laughs> Look at you now. See? You're so big and I grew up poor white trash with me. You're not gonna white trash me. I promise you. No. So you think about it, and then and then Chelsea is Chelsea is the college kid that graduated and got a job at his dad's firm and is going out to this fancy restaurant and spending you know 150 dollars a plate. And you know what? The food wasn't very good. So. Not going to go back there again. He was gifted a spot. He was gifted whoever he needed. He literally brought in almost an entire new starting 11. If you bring in a starting 11 and spend that much money, yes, 100%, you expect it to be great. You buy a $150 plate, it should be good. And, and it's not. About, we're talking about Chelsea, though. This is not. This is not something that's brand new. And he hasn't exactly. They've, they've sacked legends. They have let legends go I who have won Champions League I titles. Just, I just, again, I just don't see where. And this is getting back to the league and what you're talking about, EC. About this is big boy football. I mean, you can't, you can't expect, you can't expect your philosophy and all this shit to gel in in half a season. Technically, I mean, but that's the problem. Is he doesn't? He didn't have a philosophy. He didn't have a game plan. He didn't have a structured. These are my eleven guys. This is how I'm gonna do it. He just didn't have it. Well, I mean, again, we can say the same thing about Ole, right? EC said it all the time. I, I've I've said it from the jump. Yeah. I, like I said before, and and I said today. We're not beating teams 5-0, 4-0. We're scraping by, to Hunter's point, peanut butter and jelly and tortillas. It's not like we're going out here and it's champagne football. It's not. And fair play to us because we're getting those results. All I'm saying is when you, when you look at Chelsea's history, this is not anything that's new for them. I understand what you're saying, but at the end of the day, Ole spent $200 million, has he not? He has. Harry Maguire, Basaka, and Bruno. That's about $200 million right there. He spent that. 80 on Harry, 50 on Basaka, another 50 on Bruno. So they they spent money. He Ole has come in and spent money. The difference is the club. They understand who Ole is, and they understand who Ole is to the fans. That's the only reason, in my opinion, he's still here. 
the only reason he doesn't he doesn't throw players under the bus he doesn't call them out he's a yes man so he's not going anywhere Chelsea completely different doesn't matter what you say it's what you do on the pitch and for me with all of that talent to Hunter's point and going out there week in and week out and not being able to get it done you're not going to make it in that in at Chelsea football club you're going to get stacked so no, I, I saw it coming. I mean, they were top of the table, and I thought, man, he better stay top four. He better stay top four. And once he starts going into a, a horrible patch, writing was on the wall, man. And and sure enough, you know, now he's gone. And, and we'll see what type of coach he is because, like Hunter said, he was at a huge club. He got all the money he wanted to spend. He's going to get another job. So let's see what he does either in this league or the championship or if he goes over to Scotland or wherever he goes. Let's see what he really does and, and what he's made of when he doesn't have $20 million to spend because he's he's got he's, he's he had that and he didn't really get any results with it. So I understand, you know, hindsight's 2020. Maybe if he stays in the job all season, maybe he wins a trophy, but that's not how Chelsea get down. I I, I was not shocked at all. And I have a whole different perspective Dang. on college and professional coaches who get sacked because man, those buyout clauses, they're pretty sick. No. They get like millions of dollars just right. to get fired. So I don't feel bad for that type of cat. I know his pride's hurt. How but he's, okay. gonna be, he's gonna be fine. How the hell did I come on here as a Manchester United fan and be the Lampard apologist? Because again, I know I know Hunter's gonna be like, "Oh, you don't really like Manchester United," but hey, I'm I'm actually sympathetic. Uh, to me you. too. Uh, yeah, I I was gonna say that too. <laughs> I, I, dude, I thought you left the well, chat room. Welcome I to the, the Chelsea I thought you left podcast. The chat. I thought you left the chat. <laughs> I didn't know you were still here. Well, I mean, we're always hardest our own kids. So, I mean, that's the way it works. But once again, you you can sit and berate and you and 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 tear apart tactics, tear apart player form. But at the end of the day, always literally no offense, throwing shit to the wall and it's sticking. Like EC <laughs> said, you're getting results. It's not flashy. You're not winning five zero. But what has that done for Man City in the past couple of years? Thrashing teams seven zero and you still don't come up at the top. You're one game back. You're one point behind. You're winning the games that you need to win. Yeah, you dropped the ball against Sheffield. Bro, I'd, I'd take that all day long if that was all it was. Oh, man, but but he we, is getting we, results we, with we, mediocre money. We'd still be stuck with Mourinho if that if that's the case then, right? Uh, uh, Mourinho just lasts two years everywhere. Yeah. All right, all right uh, Hunter, getting back to Chelsea again. I'm just not a Chelsea podcast, guys, but we have a – a special guest on the, you know, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the line. So we had to talk Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel, uh, he didn't start, uh, he didn't start Pulisic. Was that a surprise? Uh, because no. everybody was saying that um, he's going to bring that Dortmund flair, which I think he got handed uh, a gift in Dortmund. I don't think, I don't think Tuchel's, a, uh, I don't rate him. Uh, he got handed a gift by Klopp at, at Dortmund, and then he got handed a gift at, um, by and was it Ancelotti or who's who's before him? Uh, he handed a gift at PSG uh, with players. Uh, so why did he start Pulisic? Because you're the expert uh, USA uh, person on this on this. Uh, I think he knows Pulisic. He he knows him. He he played for. Him. He knows what he brings. It's he doesn't have to put this guy on the field and see what he can do. Uh, Pulisic is one of the few people that hasn't been the problem. Now, has he looked pretty lackluster the past couple games? Big time. Um, but he knows what he's getting with him. He knows what he's getting with Silva. 
he had one practice before this game. So, I mean, you see guys like Rudiger that, that, that came back in that he would be familiar with because of Germany. Um, he Just look at the people that, that made the team sheet that day. Marcus Alonso hasn't made a team sheet since, like, West Brom or something. And he made the team sheet. So he's putting people out there to see who he's going to use going forward. So that's why I say, like, the next five lineups are going to be completely different, different formations, different people coming in. Um what I'd like to see Christian Starr, of course, I love seeing him on the field, but bringing him on in the 60th minute or 65th minute, you know, we don't wait till the 85th minute like man you, but bringing him in the 60th and seeing what he can do and go at defense is, is, is huge. Um, he has to figure out the Werner, Havertz, Zich, I mean, Mason Mount. I, I totally forgot Conte was even on the team. Uh, I haven't seen him in so long. Um, He's got a lot to figure out, and especially look, look at the back. He ran three in the back. He had uh, uh, Hudson Odoi as a, as a right wing back. And then whenever they took out uh, Chilwell, they moved him to the left and, and put in Pulisic. So he's he's playing around. He absolutely is. Um, and and good luck to him. The talent's there. He's just got to figure out how to get on the field. And it doesn't have to be the best eleven on the field. It has to be the best team on the field. Oh. Just makes me sad talking about it. I know you why you brought me here to talk about it, but I'd rather no, sit here no, no. and talk to man, talk about man you. We're, we're, we're gonna get to some good topics here that that, <laughs> that, 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 uh, that require your uh, the, the your panache, your 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 uh, your expertise here in a bit because I really want to ask you about a certain player that plays in the Italian league. Uh, but you see, Matt uh, Tuchel. I mean, again. EC probably flipping his shit right now, saying that I don't rate him as a manager. But I mean, is he? Do you? I mean, do you think he can? You? Do you think he can flip Chelsea around? At least get him to top four. Not this year, he, but maybe next year. I think he can. I think he can this year. Um, I, I do rate Tuchel. Um, I, I think you know it's one thing to be given. Like I said, just like we're talking about right now, we're talking about Lampard, who has all these players but can't get it right. Just because you have the players. You have to be able to manage that talent. You have to be able to talk to that talent. You have to be able to make sure that you nurture that talent. You have to make, make sure you put them in the right positions. So that's, that is something to be in a manager. You, you, so that, that's why I do rate him for winning trophies at Dortmund and winning trophies at PSG. So he can turn it around. This is a big deal uh, for Chelsea. Um, they, got a, they, got a, they got a good, I think, a good coach, coach that's proven. Um, that's something that they haven't had in a little bit. And I think getting back to that, and having time and working with these players, he will get the best out of these guys. Um, I think what they're going to have to do, for me anyways, is figure out the striker position. I was, I was a little bit surprised to see Giroud, but I like, I like him. I think he's good to come on and, and get you a goal. I, I, I wouldn't have started him, but um, that's what he wanted to do. Um, <clears throat> I think they ran, like you said, they, they ran three at the back. Um, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, for me, um, they're, they're good players. I think they're good players, but I think the investment again was just to go forward. Um, and you can see that with Zayat and Havard, those, those, those guys that they brought in, but I think ultimately he is going to figure it out. I think he's going to figure it out this season. Um, my prediction, I think the beginning of the season was that they would finish top six. I think, I think we'll get into that a little bit later on, but yeah, I, I think he will get them. If not into champions league, I think he will definitely get them into Europa spot before the season's over. I think I think he'll get them in a uh, fifth place, and that's about it. Um, 
he's he's going to be coming in, testing new tactics, new people, trying trying what he felt Lampard didn't try, uh, and there there there's going to be a little rough patch. Sometimes sometimes you got to roll the dice. You you can study enough tapes, see how players are playing. He could just be armchair quarterbacking, just like we do. Be like, oh well, should have tried this, should try that. Now he's going in with those, with that, with that type of logic, and he's going to be uh, making some waves. Uh, hopefully, he sucks, and uh, hopefully, Chelsea <laughs> gets relegated. So that's all I got to say, man. <laughs> well, I don't think they're, they're, they're far off from getting relegated, but I don't. Um... No, 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 no. I no, I still hope they get relegated. That is all. Well, I come on this podcast frequently and uh, just sit here and I prop up Man U always because I'm I'm on it. And then Huey is is just trying to be spiteful. He's like that bitter ex that hopes you never find anybody else better. And I don't get it. I mean, I I married you for sake almost a year ago. I performed your ceremony. And this is this is how you're gonna act. Yeah, in like less than a week. Hey, babe, our anniversary is coming up. Thank you for the reminder. You're welcome, sugar. Oh, wow, wow, wow. All right. Now I don't know where to go from here. Um, I, mean, I can I can bust out some more food analogies. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Let's uh, since we have you on the the pod today, uh, Hunter Weston McKinney. Hold, hold on, let me adjust my shorts before we start talking about this. I don't want to get in a bind. <laughs> is Weston McKinney the biggest? I mean, okay, I, I don't know how do I frame this? Is he the best American footballer out there right now? Best is a tough way to describe it. I would call him the most important American Been footballer born. right now. Oh, yeah, that too. Why is that? I, mean, it, I think he's going to drive the team. Okay. In all honesty, I think everybody just, you know, Preston Pulisic is the, is the savior of American soccer. And then, you know, there was the big Gio Reyna uh, bandwagon, which was definitely warranted, right? But you haven't heard much about him recently. No. I think McKinney is not only – the most successful at this moment, like like Huey said, as far as his form and, and what he's doing, but he looks like he belongs. He looks like he should be one of the first names uh, on the team sheet uh, every day for that team. And he's going to be the reason USA is successful in, in the next major competitions. Like I said, I didn't say he's going to be the reason they either successful or not. I said successful because he is going to drive that team. He is going to be the midfield hero, that, that, that cog that puts everything together, all the other pieces that, that USA has. And I absolutely love reading the haters talk about it because there's nothing they can do about it. Oh, yeah, what are the haters saying since you brought it up? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a big joke on, like, Instagram. You know, it's a, it's a terrible time to be a men's national team hater. It really is because they're out there. I mean, we're American. They automatically hate us. Two, we're not supposed to be good at soccer. We're not supposed to have talent or a future or anything like that. And that's just kind of the rule. 
So like uh, Mr. Huey is saying down there where he's just an automatic Chelsea hater, there's people that hate the U.S. national team and they don't even have a favorite national team. So there's our smug arrogance that, that we present, which is fine. But we've got people that are backing it up. And I told you a couple months back when I came on and we talked about the, the youth national teams that we have, how many people have gone from either low-level European teams or MLS teams and have gone overseas for big clubs in the past six months. Shit, I mean, it's, it's a massive had, number. We just had one recently, right? To Schalke? No. It's another German club, right? Uh, from Columbus Crew? Or... Uh, well, I mean, uh, Matthew Hopf, uh, Hopf is, is right? Schalke's leading scorer right now. Yeah. And he's played four games. He wasn't really on anybody's radar. He's getting the opportunity. But, I mean, uh, we had McKenzie go overseas. We had Aronson that we knew was going to happen. Um, we got Jordan Morris, Mr. Chubby Jordan that, Morris that, going overseas. That, I was like, dude, when I saw that that, that transfer, I'm like, because when he came out, it was just like Julian Green. Remember last time I was like, I can't remember the fucker's name. I can't remember. The, Julian Green, I was like, because I saw him. Um, I was like, where did that guy go? And then Jordan Morris, too, is the, the highlight of, was it last World Cup or the World Cup before that? He, he was a big deal because he had offers to play overseas, straight yeah. to college, and turned them down because yeah. he was afraid of being homesick and stayed in MLS. He stayed with Seattle Sounders, right? And then, yeah. uh, and then now we see him. Now I saw the, uh, the was it ESPN? I forgot what highlight, uh, little thing, little blurb that he's going over. Now he's going overseas, right? Yeah, it's Swansea. Swansea, there he goes. I was like, what the hell? I was like, just a, just like Julian Green, that we thought that there were going to be this, you know, him and Jordan Morris and, you know, these players. We Julian Green's murdering it right now, though. But for, like, a lower level German club, right? Uh, like second division, maybe. Oh, okay, well, all right. But, I mean, highest rated player on his team. They're, they're in the top two for promotion. Well, do you think it, uh, I mean, your boy, your boy, uh, Josie Altador has now taken up a spot on the the national team already. So do you think Julian Green will get a call up? No, not for this camp. <laughs> I thought he's ready. What is Josie doing? Josie, like I said, we we've discussed this and 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 we'll do it again. Josie is not there to bang in goals. What is he? What is he? What is he doing there? Taking a spot. He he is there to teach the young kids. And, and you've got you've got a chunk of guys that from MLS that are young kids that have never really been a part of a U.S. Uh, national team camp. So he's there to show them how it works, to show them how to practice, to show them what the nutrition means while they're there, to show them how to act around the group, bring everybody together, because all these guys know who Josie is. Um, and I think I sent you guys an article the other day about how Josie was the only person that stayed behind after the loss that we don't talk about and literally apologize to fans. So it's one thing to say that he's definitely not our best striker in the pool. That's for sure. Um, but he's there to show the young guys what it means to, to put on the badge and play for him. Okay. I want that job. Yes. I want to get paid millions to do that job. I will show people around. I will show them what not to eat. Yeah. Uh, everything you were talking about. Yeah, man, because I'm going to eat what not to eat. You know what I'm saying? I, I was going to say, as you ate the Reese's peanut butter cup, I don't know if the jersey would fit if you want to put it on there. Really? Dude, hey, man. 
want to show you the bottom side of his jersey. <laughs> it is stretching, boy. As long as, as, as long as it fits your camera. As long as it fits your camera. Yeah. But uh, getting back to Weston, right, um, will he go back? Do you see and um, what kind of deal do you think that he's going to get after this? Or is he going to go back to his parent club? Oh, no. They've already said he's not leaving. He's not leaving? So he's going to get – No. He said, you know, so Juventus is going to pay – he's going to shout out some big cash. What do you think? No. It's actually – so it was a loan with an option to buy for $18 million maybe? Really? Yes. Damn, dude, that's – Yes. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to look that up, but – Let's see. Is he going to be on big wages? What do you think? It all depends. Why not? If he, if he continues to provide, I mean, you you got you, you to gotta splash some cash, you know? Yeah, so so I, I had to look it up. So he's is a loan with an option to buy. However, if he meets certain performance incentives, that option will be automatically triggered uh, and the deal is permanent. Uh, 18.5 and could raise an additional seven, um, depending on performance. That's what, hey, that's what Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo does for you, right? Makes you look good, gets you paid, right? He's making money, he's making money. All right, uh, enough with the Americans, I guess. Enough. Oh, come on. Oh, well, yeah, who else? Hey, give us a play, give us a play Panama, right? Huh? We play Panama here pretty soon, don't we? Or Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, on Sunday. It's Sunday. Is it MLS yeah. only? It's uh, it's mostly MLS based, but there's a couple guys. Uh, Daryl Dyke, uh, Lando City guy, who you might be familiar with. Uh, he was in the last camp and was really, really. Did he break up? I think he yeah, did. I lost him. He lost. He lost him. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask him about uh, Phil Neville doing the English English uh, dirty uh, English women team dirty, but uh, we'll let him. Uh, we'll let him come on, guys. We have transfer transfer. Any transfer news? What the fuck are we doing in the transfer market? We are not making any moves other than Vanguard the Diallo going move. To with Diallo. Diallo yeah. was the only move that we made, and then we just let go of <clears throat> Jesse's on loan. I don't know if it's going to be loaned to, to become permanent or what but i think for me with with all he's saying you know i don't i think the, the bulk of our attack comes from the left hand side because we don't have a right winger yeah um i honestly think that you know it's it's got it's not gonna be arsenal obviously if he didn't play against freaking sheffield but he's got to play sometime soon i want to see it i've seen highlights i've seen him you know give and go and he, he hit one pass henderson which was great, but that's practice. I'd like to see him, you know, in a game actually, you know, get out there, at least make the bench. Um, but no, I, I don't think they're doing anything. I think anything that's going to happen to this team um, is going to come during the summer because you have, you, you know, you have your Pogba move. Um, and then I think at that point you can go out and get a center half and get a, uh, get a right winger, you know, Holland may be on, you know, it, and I think it's going to depend on whether or not they want to keep Cavani which, you know, I think he, he may have another two years in him possibly, you know. So, you know, what, what, what direction you need to go in. For me, it's center back and right wing, and then I'm, I'm trying to find a striker. All right, with the Pogba news, um, they're saying that he might sign a new contract. 
everybody's talking about that he's up for your contract and he wants to stay. Do you think that's going to happen? Um, for a player that is already agent has already said that he doesn't want to be here. I just think his agent's one of those agents. I, don't, I can't remember the guy that runs his mouth in the States. Me he's no kind of that guy. Uh, just yeah, always, yeah. Um, he's just, that's just who he is. I think we all know, we've all seen the interviews. Pogba loves Manchester United. I, I honestly think that I, I, for me though, I just think he wants to go win things. And I think you were all fans. I don't think we're going to, I don't think the team has been built to do that yet. I don't, and it's not for lack of trying. Ole tried to go get Erlen Holling, Holland, um, Sancho, who their last game they played in, both of those guys were miles ahead of everybody else on the pitch. It was just, it was ridiculous. He's tried to get those two guys. Um, so he's trying to build a team. Um, I think, you know, any, any player that plays, I think that's the ultimate goal is to lift trophies. And so I, I think he's out of here. But he does love United, so I wouldn't be surprised if he signed for another year. It's just it, it would be for me stupid because if he doesn't, his his freaking agent's gonna say something. I know he is. Yeah, we all do. Did you did you see the interview with uh, Pogba and um, Rio Ferdinand? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rio asked and said, "Hey, so uh, what what he asked? It was something. It was like, um, right do, you, do you want to stay at United yeah. or?" Uh, where do you want to go next? And Pogba was just like, he just laughed about it. And he was like, you know, wherever the contract is. So um, he, it wasn't, it wasn't a strong, like, I want to stay United. Uh, but he, it was, it was a very, very uh, political style lawyer esque type of answer. You know, it's yeah. just kind of leaves you hanging like, okay. So I guess, I guess if the money is wherever the money is, you know, uh, he'll, he'll probably go in that direction. Wherever the money and trophies uh, could populate, that's the direction. That's going to be his next move. Winning and money so. uh, change a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a long road. We're, we're finally starting to get here. Exactly. You're, 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 you're winning. The team's in good form. And if you want to give them a chunk of money to stay for a couple more years, why not? I don't know. I feel I, like Donnie, Donnie Vandeby could take his position, yes. use the Pogba money to fucking splash towards, you know, either Holland or Sancho, um, mm-hmm. or even pick up Ndidi. You know, there, there's so many, there's so many different types Declan of Declan Rice because uh, he ain't going options. to, he ain't going to, he, Declan Rice ain't going to Chelsea anymore. You don't think they'll never count out Chelsea? No, Declan, yeah, right. Declan Rice loves Chelsea like everybody knows he does. I wasn't aware of that. Jesus his, put me up. His boy, his boy, I, his, I, his boy, uh, Mason Mount's gonna, he ain't, he's gonna, he's gonna be an outcast at Chelsea. So Mason Mount's out. I wouldn't. Nah. Tucho ain't gonna fucking play him. Let's put it that way. Uh, he's, a, he's an academy guy. Uh, they, they need a win uh, with a with a local favorite now that they sacked Frank. So, yeah. don't be surprised. Mason Mount I mean, they, on the bench. They sit fourth in the table right now, right? And just got Jesse on loan, and they just paid a striker twenty million dollars to. Yeah, to Declan, stay ain't, you know, Declan ain't coming till the summer. So I mean, they, they could possibly win some things. You never know. Yeah. All right, Hunter. Real, real quick question: Since you're an MLS guy, did Phil Neville 
do the English women's team dirty by quitting on them when they're pretty active. I mean, they made it to the semis last year or last World Cup and going to play for or going to coach his boys' team in man in Miami. Like I said, it's things everybody wants is winning money, right? Um, <laughs> and I'm going to do my best to not offend all six people listening to me right now, including <laughs> y'all hey, three. Hey, man, there's, a, there's at least <laughs> seven. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, let's let's think about it. So he was a, a women's national team coach in England. Okay? Like, they, they post that job on, like, monster.com. I mean, come on. <laughs> Two. <laughs> so I'm here. It was only eating. We, 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 we know yeah. somebody don't believe in Title Nine over here. Yeah, that, that's fine. Uh, um, y'all probably don't ask me back after this anyway. Um, to go to Inter Miami. Um, one, it's Miami. You know, I know England's got great weather and all, um, but you come to MLS and. I know, Jesus, you like MLS about as much as you like Pogba, but I'm turning on Pogba. I like him. MLS is doing a lot of things uh, right right now, even in the middle of uh, of the pandemic. We're stealing people from uh, teams like River Plate uh, and and Boca and stuff like that. They would rather come play to the MLS. And these aren't guys that are 37. These are guys that are 24, 25. Um, and so now we're, we're, we're rating this South American talent, which I told Huey about the other day. And it's like, where would you want to be? Coach coach a, a women's national team? Or would you rather want to be in MLS with one of the flashiest teams that's in the league that actually did quite well um, this season for the most part, have some, have some key players in there, and, and hang out with one of your buddies? Who, who would say no to that? And Ronaldo's coming. Just uh, just hold on tight. He's on the way. Do you think Ronaldo will play at the MLS? Absolutely. Yes. Really? Yes. Machine. He's definitely coming to America. I mean, I'm, Messi okay. too. How much? How much? Okay, both how both much, of them will come. I mean, okay. We know how much Beckham got. What was Beckham was like two hundred something million, right? His deal. Uh, what do you Ooh, think? I don't know. It was all sorts of sketchy. He got like a co-ownership and yeah. Spalding. And I mean, there was just all sorts of things that they get free ice cream for a year. I have no idea. They give him everything he wanted. Yeah. I mean, but you're going to have to put Ronaldo and Messi on that level of kind of cash. I mean, because they're already getting paid. They're getting paid. I mean, yes. Oh, no. It's it's not. So with Beckham, does he, does he it wasn't. Does the MLS have enough money for that? That's my question. Does they have, they have, do, they, do they have enough fan support to justify the money that's going to have for a Ronaldo Absolutely. and Messi to be over here? Absolutely. And I hear you. You think so? I, I think, I think they will because it. you have to understand, though. You have to understand. Like, you can't. Like Beckham. Beckham fucking no, no, no. is incredible. No, yes. Yes, it's going to grow. It's going to grow the fan base. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm, not, not a, I'm not even talking about the fan base. Like, they, they know – that they come here and take a pay cut. They they are they are kind Ronaldo of like take the, a uh, the modern day Pele's. I, you know, Pele transformed the fucking United States and the from the Cosmos playing soccer before the MLS was even a thing. You know, I, they are they are helping out. Um, you know, soccer on a worldwide scale. I mean, by coming to the U.S., they are going to take a pay cut, and they know that, and they don't fucking care because. 
Ronaldo hit a fucking billion dollars. I don't think he's just fucking coming straight to MLS to try to make two billion. That ain't it, man. Uh, and Messi, I, I, know, I could see, like they, I could, I could see Ronaldo's it's a, fairy it's ass, charity. It's a tax fairy ass in, fucking, what it is. in Miami. I can, because he's you know that that whole body image shit. It's just he's coming, dude. Trust it's just me. the money wise, money. That's all I'm saying. Money talks and bullshit walks. I think can the, the league sustain, still- you know that that amount of money? That's that's what I'm asking. That that's the main that's the main thing. I think the club's going to be able to tell him, look, we're going to give you a percentage of these jersey sales. We'll give you shares in the club. You will make great money when you come here. And because those stadiums are going to sell out, every stadium he goes to is going to sell out. We all know that. It doesn't matter who they're playing, what night it is. It's going to be on ESPN or Fox, whoever has a deal. And they're going to get the lion's share of that money. I can, I can see them saying, we'll give you some of the gate. Oh, because shoot. you're the reason oh, why dude. you're the reason why the, everyone's in the building. So yeah, they'll be here. I don't. I think Messi's going to be gone be- to to uh, France before he comes to America, but they're both going to come. I think both of those guys are world, world, worldly known. Everyone knows who they are. They won Ballon d'Ors, and I think the ultimate landing place for those guys right now uh, is still MLS. In about twenty five years or so, I think it'll be the destination for players just straight up off the top because it's the United States, and I think players want to play where it's a nice place to live, good place to raise your kids, nice schools, good weather. Taxes. No, no, taxes. You got the taxes too, but no, I no, think they're, I mean, they're not as expensive overseas. Yeah, like go, go play in Spain and ask Messi how he, how he does. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I think ultimately it's going to happen for those two guys, but I think the way that the league is growing, there's no way that it's not going to grow into one of the biggest leagues in the world, especially if this European uh, Super Cup deal which I think is going to go through. I know, I know you guys saw what FIFA did to try to block uh, players from playing in that Super League by telling them if they played in it, they weren't going to be able to play in the World Cup. So I think they know it's coming um, because they're, they're already trying to stop it um, from happening. But yeah, MLS, good league. The MLS. Off, but, uh, it'll yeah. Be- Hunter, uh, question. I didn't mean to cut you off there, EC. Um mm-hmm. Hunter, the, the MLS actually has salary caps, correct? Yes. yes. From from uh, so yeah, uh, it does does a salary cap. Um, you've got depending on what city you're in, you're supposed to have three, but they changed the rule for California as they see fit. Um, you've got three, four DPs that do not count towards your salary cap, um, and then you also have. TAM and GAM, which is a whole nother college course you got to take to figure that out to where you can basically use that money to buy down what you're paying these people to where it doesn't count to your cap. It's very, very weird and it's very intricate, but no, they've got ways to make it work. And that's where the whole sponsorships come in and brand growing and all that other stuff. Because I, I just I just read I just uh, with my Google degree uh, that Beckham actually made 1.9 million uh, per year and he was at salary cap there, but that's that's just what LA paid him. Now that wasn't all the other sponsorships and all the other you know um, crap that came along with it. So once again, if they come here or when they do come here, they it's charity work. They're 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 just relaxing. They're just taking it easy and uh, doing the charity work for the states, and I I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's charity work, but it is fucking you know. charity work. 
They say the cap's one point six million. That's not yeah, counting this, players. This was back in two thousand twelve. Who knows? It could be be all over the place. But that's the cap right now. In twenty twenty, it's one point six million. But that's like like Hunter said. That's not counting your designated players. Yeah, the yeah. designated players have like what? I mean, because I know I know what Chicharito is a designated player. Uh, uh, what's the name? is trash. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> Hunter has <laughs> hatred for Chicharito, dude. I, I even bought a jersey back in the day. I don't even think I told uh, Hunter about it. I have a jersey. Um, what are you going to do, Hunter? You have Nothing. a Chicharito jersey? Yeah. I, I dried it too it many times. The it numbers fit, fell off, so I threw I it away. <laughs> Hunter, you just, you just, you just, you're there, you're just there. I, I won't eat at a Mexican restaurant in Kingsville because they have Chicharito on the menu, bro. And it's a damn good Mexican restaurant. <laughs> well, you know, I have whatever, dude. Whatever. Dude. There's no reasons for well, that. That's like your your opinion, dude. Yeah. It's your opinion. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. No, uh, Go ahead, Hunter. Go ahead, Hunter. Tell us why. No, I was looking at DPS for MLS and how that works, and I mean some of these guys are on, you know, a million dollars a year. $5 million a year. Uh, Beckham's total contract for five years is $250 million. Now, that's not counting towards... There's still many other ways that that plays into it because it doesn't recount. You know, did he make the Galaxy $250 million over those couple of years? Hell yeah, Maybe so. Hell yeah. Uh, but you know MLS is back doing their money somewhere or the other to get him in, and they'll do the same thing for Messi and Ronaldo to get him in the league. I, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really against what Huey says. That they're going to be over here vacationing and it's going to be a relaxing situation because it's not. Um, oh. But yeah, if I mean, where, where else are you going to go play? They, they've done it everywhere. MLS well, is getting big. Messy. There's a lot of names. Mm. Right. <laughs> Messi's going to choke me almost every country. He's a little Barca baby, dude. Fuck off, dude. Go, go travel. Go all do right, something right, with your right, life. Right, oh my god, right, look at me. Right, I score right, goals right, in the greatest of all time. Suck it, I know dude. I know we were supposed to do a, a end of this or the first of the season review, <laughs> but I think he, uh, just like uh, uh, the Hunter said that I guess we don't remember. I mean, I, I fucked up. I had Chelsea winning, Arsenal in second. I think I had City in third and Liverpool in fourth. And Manchester was not anywhere sniffing the top four. Um, you see, I think we're all in the, pretty much in the, in the, in the agreements that we don't have Leicester and, and, uh, and, and West Ham in the top four. No, um, I definitely nowhere near West Ham. Nor, nor, nor do we have, and this is what pisses me off too. And everybody that says shit about, uh, all these pundits and all that shit about the, um, oh, the COVID and. Liverpool and in Man City and blah blah blah, they're going through injuries. Hey, we all play in the same fucking league. You know what I mean? The injuries happen. Whatever. You know what I mean? Get over it. The the table's a table. Uh, um, I think was it? I, I love Craig Burley, but I hate Craig Burley sometimes on ESPN. Um, they're you know they're giving excuses why Liverpool's not you know at the you know top peak. You know, um, well hey, they fucking didn't have any injuries last year. Every, I mean, Manchester had injuries. I mean, Chelsea, new coach. Uh, Pep, injuries. Uh, it, 
what, 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 what do they want? What more excuses do they want to give Liverpool? And that pisses me off about Liverpool this year. Everybody's giving giving them the excuses of why they're not, you know, why they're not uh, on form, and they're giving Klopp too much airtime and to make excuses and we're not getting penalties here and um, Manchester United, Manchester United, and blah blah blah. It's pissing me off. And they lost my team uh, again today. They lost another center back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they said they're yeah because they're, they yeah they're. I heard they're. I didn't know that. I didn't see that game. Yeah, he got hurt today, and they brought in a 23-year-old center back. I know, yeah. right? They brought in a 23-year-old center back uh, to replace him. And after the game, Klopp said he's hurt pretty bad. And apparently, he's wanted to leave the club for quite some time because the training is too rigorous. He hadn't been able to leave. So it gets back to that point to where people, you know, the, you know, we have to understand that uh, attrition is the word. Clubs go through attrition. And it's how you get through it. Nobody can go through a perfect season like like Liverpool did last year when nobody got injured. So that's why I say their title's a fluke. So Elise underscore Costa, their title's a fluke. Nobody, yeah, it is. Whatever. It's you, not a fluke. It's a fluke. Because you know why? You, all, you don't go, you, you nobody goes to an in, uh, injury-free season and then wins a title. All right? I said it. Yes, I did. It's a fluke. Their title is a fluke. I don't stand by him, but he said it. <laughs> no, because, hey, hey, but you can't have the cake you need to. We, we don't condone him no, no, as but our you can't father. Say they, 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 they won a title, and now you're crying that because they have injuries, they're not playing well. Come on now. You know what I mean? We, I mean, then that, I mean, that could be the I'm not arguing with you that he's not a crybaby. He's a crybaby, but they won that league, and they were one of the greatest teams to win the league don't by winning by like thank you before the league was even over the season was even in February the league was done because the team was absolutely amazing so they deserve to win that title and he can cry all he wants we don't care that he cries I don't care I, don't I think it's kind of hilarious that he almost got into a fight the, the, the other with week Sean Dyke dude like really dude against Burnley I, I, come on now he would have knocked him out too. Klopp would have been on the floor, yeah, uh, yeah. seeing birdies, fucking chiclets right there, all over the fucking. Knock those fucking veneers right out that German mouth, fucking, boy. <laughs> Mexican, yeah, you know, they, Mexican they, chiclets, they, those fucking gummies that they fucking those. Hell yeah, chiclets. Oh, we know. Yeah, I've, I've got to stop you on there as you sound like seventeen different things, on, and on, at on, the on, end of this, hey, you're gonna hey, have hey, to hey, put hey, a disclaimer hey, hey, out. Hunter, <laughs> your segment's over. I'm sorry, your Hunter, your segment's <laughs> over. Your segment's over. I'm sorry. It's you're gonna be the. First guy that gets removed from his own podcast, bro. Um, you need one of those disclaimers at the bottom that says the views and and opinions are not the total thing of the whole board. Um, one, it's not Pinchester United; it's Varchester United. Two, Leicester was a fluke. Liverpool was not a fluke. And me and you agreed at the beginning of the year that Liverpool is not going to survive injuries this year. They were going to get caught up because they didn't have the depth. And uh, I do remember mine. I got five out of the top seven right. I sure as hell wasn't Chelsea, though. <laughs> I need to go back and look at I, – I... I know I fucked up. I mean, I'm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know I fucked up, man. It's kind of like a yeah. fantasy team. <laughs> I gave Ooh, up a fantasy. Was coming. I gave up a fantasy. <laughs> coming. I gave up a fantasy. Your fucking fantasy team is drowning, now, now, dude. Now, now I can. Now I can actually give 
give my full devotion to my team now. I'm, I'm not having to root for other players. Kaitalosiko. I ain't gonna fuck. I ain't gonna fuck my my fantasy anymore. Anyways, Hunter, before you really interrupted by my, my friend Matt, please finish uh, finish your disclaimer that you're you're trying to cut me down with. I I, I you're finished. I'm with you, see, you can't call. You finished. Liverpool season is a fluke at all. No, I'm saying by the logical, you know, the, by the logic that they're using now and why Liverpool is not humming on all engines by they're going through COVID. I mean, everybody, every team went through COVID. They're shortened preseason. Actually, they didn't have a shortened preseason. They had a full preseason compared to everybody else, compared to Manchester United, compared to the team, teams that are finishing Champions League and Europa League. They had Manchester had a shortened preseason. Man City, I think, had a shortened preseason. When they're giving them excuses like that on why they're not performing, then I could actually say their season last year was a fluke because they're giving these the they're giving Liverpool these excuses on they're getting injuries and COVID, shortened preseason. All the other teams in the, this league are playing on the same are playing on the same playing field. I think you just need to use a different word. Like it may, you're making it seem as though they didn't no. destroy. The league no, 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 no. They're, 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 no, because they're talking. They're, they're saying Manchester United. They're, 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 these pundits again are saying Manchester United. The only reason they're in their top and top of the league, it, they're even saying not a fluke, but they're using the same, the same vernacular all, almost to say be, it's because Liverpool's not humming because Chelsea's. I mean, um. Okay, so so you're you're in your honest opinion, you think you, because I I don't think you thought we were going to win the league. No, I didn't. I, 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 I we were out of the league at the beginning of the year. But what I'm hearing right now is you think that we're we sh- we could, or you're saying we are going to win the league. I don't think we're going to win the league. I know we're going to be top four. Put it that way. What I didn't pick at the beginning of the season. Um, and yeah, I know that. I know that we're going to be top four. And do I, you what, think what I don't do what think, I don't what I don't want I hate to hear is giving Liverpool all these excuses while putting Manchester United down as well, in okay. we're we're, I, we're, I, we're just benefiting because these guys are not fucking humming. Well, okay, hey, I, get, I mean saying I, last I, year, okay, we I mean just because Liverpool went through the whole season without any injury is because the reason they won the league by so many points, while other teams had the same amount of injuries. It's just it doesn't make sense. You if okay. you if, if you so, win a league if you win a league by that much, you have to understand that next year, we like we said, Hunter, they're gonna have the injuries this year. You're gonna fuck up. So give them the same thing. You didn't recruit better. You, your recruitment so was off. Let's put that into perspective of the Manchester United season. How many major injuries have we had? None this year. None. And and think about that in context to Liverpool's team who had no injuries last season. And the league was already done at this point. That's why I'm saying, like, they are that team, that collective team that they have. I understand where pundits are coming from because what they did the past two seasons, unheard of. It, it for me, made the league look weak because you got two teams basically fighting for the league and everybody else fighting for scraps. Where when we got third, it was like it was the two best and then the rest. That's what it was. So now that we're full strength. But like we haven't had any major injuries. Are we a full strength? Are, are we a, are really? Are we a full strength? We play two defensive fucking mids when we have big games. We don't, we're, we're not. A, we, no, we. I mean, we're not. We're 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 we're. I mean, 
again, a hunter. You're probably gonna say uh, you hate Manchester United. We're a slap, <laughs> we're a slap dick team when it comes to fucking midfield because we're playing fucking two defensive mids when we should be playing one defensive mid, two offensive mid, uh, offensive mids. Yeah, but don't you have one of the best midfielders in the league right now? Yeah, that's my point. That's what I'm trying to say to Jesus, and we don't have any injuries. That that squad with no injuries, the league was done and dusted right now. There was no league to talk about. It was how many points are they going to win by and are the fans going to be able to celebrate because COVID popped off. Like, that's all that it was. So when you look at the – like, put it into context. We haven't lost our best player. They lost their best player, right? They they bought they went out and didn't spend enough, but the person that they did spend money on I think was a great buy. He's now injured. So they don't have – the, the players that they would normally have. Okay. I'm benefiting from that yeah, no, because no, no, no. we're in second place right now. Yeah, and no, I don't no, honestly think. Did they have so many interchangeable parts that we've had this year? I mean, we switched out to Hale and Henderson. We switched out uh, Baye and Lindelof. We switched out uh, Shaw Te- Tez. We, should, we switched out um, Wilson and and, uh, and Wambasaka in the midfield. We can't <laughs> fucking find a, a consistent midfield where we play – Fred McTominay, we play Pogba Matic, we play Pogba, you know, Pogba McTominay, Fred, uh, we play Pogba Bruno uh, up top. I mean, yes, consistency on that that part, I understand. And that's why they won the league because uh, they had a full lineup and they played that full lineup all the time. Yeah. Whereas us, we don't have that. Okay, but that's fair Hunter, play to well, What do you want to say, Hunter? To- what do you want to say? <laughs> The drop-off between your starting 11 and the guys on your bench is a lot tighter than the drop-off with Liverpool starting 11 in their bench. So that's where you see teams like this, like Liverpool, that is so stacked on the 11, and they don't have the depth that they need when you hit these injuries like this. They can't compensate for them. Now, you have Pogba coming off the bench, or you have you know, your favorite Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek means uh, James Van Der Beek coming off the bench. Hunter, you're mute, boss. You're, you're mute. you muted yourself. Damn it! Every time I make a great point, I freeze. It's yeah. just the internet shutting down because of it. Dawson's Creek, you said. That's that South Texas internet, dude. No, it's a porn. Too much porn it uses too much data right there. <laughs> That's probably my 11-year-old doing that. But do you see what I'm saying? And, and even look at Man City. Uh, I'm going to back in. Uh, look at Man City. Look at Man City's depth. I mean, anybody could fall out. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have we have fuck-off. Or uh, Liverpool had fuck-off for depth. That's that's an absolute given. Um with that with that said, do you think we should go with that mentality though and just play our best players until no. we come across an injury? No. No. No, we need okay. to, we need to develop what we need to do is develop a team that we, we can it. plug and play, you know what I mean? If we need if we need Donnie to come on, we know that he, there there'll be no drop off from Bruno. But, if but we, you're, you're, talk, you're talking system. You're not talking team. And I think that's what Klopp had. And I think it's been figured out. I think that's another reason why they're not also clicking on all. Yeah, teams. no, no, so, no, no. You're exactly right. No, no. System, that's system why. Of- that's why I say last year was a fluke. You see, I'm not saying they they they. Not a fluke. That system worked really well for last year. How's the system working this year? You see, 
it's not working very exactly. well. Exactly. So a flu. It it's like it's like Lester. Because of fucking. That makes no sense. Anyways, 60% of your system. Anyways, that guys. No anyways, guys, that's enough for tonight. Oh. I'm going to end it right there. I want to say thank you to Taylor Hunter. Oh. Hunter Taylor, I'm sorry. Again, why do you have two first names, dude? Use a fucking first name and a last name. Like, seriously. What does it matter? You won't let me say either one of them because you'll talk over all of us. Damn. We know the, we, well, we know thanks who, for never coming back. Yeah, the Ed McMahon of this show is not coming back anymore. Uh, thank you guys Go out with a bang. Coming, coming on the show. Thank you for Hunter Taylor coming on the show. Uh, boys, uh, we'll, we'll talk. Hopefully, um, we have Arsenal. Oh, my bad. Quick. Uh, Arsenal. We have Arsenal on Saturday. Score predictions. Real, 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 real quick. 2-1 United. 2-1 United. There you go, man. I'm not, I beat you, EC. 2-1. Uh, you know what? That's, you know, that's a safe prediction. Safe. Because I, 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 oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I should have been a, a better host. Hunter, would you like to pick the Manchester United match? 3-1 because EC says you don't drop in goals and they're going to do it this week. Yeah. <laughs> 3-1 Arsenal or Menu? No, Menu. Arsenal's trash. Well, that goes that that yeah. They were my second pick. Spoken in the like league, a true but, Chelsea. You know, no. <laughs> I go with the I go with the two one score. I, I like that. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, our defense shows up, and hopefully, um, we have the same intensity as we did against Liverpool. But guys, thank you very much. Um, again, special thanks to Ro from the Ronos, Ronos podcast. Uh, Mark Hutchison from South Texas Trainwrecks. Victoria Monts of Ice. Uh, Allison Wonderland Food Trucks, uh, Axe Daddy's Throw House. Uh, go check out Axe Daddy's Throw House, guys. They're here in South Texas. They're all over South Texas. Uh, I saw them at the the golf the at the golf course the other day. Matt, just want to let you know. Um, uh, and uh, Lucky Diaz, where you at? Black hole sun, won't you come? Wash away